0: You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB db Rockford. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. I think it's going to be one of them shows, man, because I got a lot to say today. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying whatever you guys are doing doing and thanks for tuning in to the show uh don't forget to pound a rock on over in that general chat man make sure you're doing good uh man uh, you know what the freaking weather around here lately it's up and down up and down it's kind of like a woman's head bobbing on the knob man up and down up and down but you like that kind of stuff anyway uh, this week got a lot of stuff yeah a lot of stuff that was happening I was uh, actually doing a series called the golden air of one percenter warfare and you'll be able to see a lot of that on YouTube this week and the reason why I am doing so is because I I'm actually going to follow up with what black dragon had to say on one of his videos He was going over to biker news uh, network. They lost thumper Uh, That guy was around since the late 90s when that site actually Started up that's something that we would always go to for our information because let's face it the internet was new at that point in time and everything was Right there for so we can see everything there's a lot of hard work that goes into that stuff it's a little easier nowadays because we got stuff that can pull by keywords but back in the day all that type of stuff was done by hand And Thumper was a great, great person, and we really appreciate all that stuff. But uh, one uh, live that Black Dragon did, he was addressing the issues of talking about 1% stuff in the news. And I sat there, and I was actually really listening to BD, because, you know, everybody knows I'm close with BD. And he made a lot more sense than, see, I'm more in-your-face jackhammer type of deal. I'm not like him. I'm not well-spoken. You know, he tries where he don't ruffle feathers. And that's why kind of, when when people go after him, I kind of get pissed off. Because he is a good freaking guy. And he's just out there trying to make his money, trying to run his business. And then you have people that go at him. Now, going back to the main reason why I was doing these segments... In the modern times, uh, well, let's just put it, 2021, man. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened after 2008. That's kind of like when this stuff started. But you had new clubs just throwing on diamonds, man. Like, okay, we're diamonds. We're one percenters. Boom, you can't do this. You can't do this. Half of them had never even probated or prospected. But they're going around throwing these patches on. My argument's always been that... That watered down the 1% diamond. It really did. And it really made it hard for people that were actually going through the process to look at the diamond and say, you know what, I'm doing all this hard-ass work. I'm giving up family time. I'm giving up my financial, my monetary type of deal. And here you guys have all these people, all these different type of clubs thrown on this diamond. And then the argument comes up, well, this is the United States. We have a constitution. It always happens, man. It always happens. That's the number one argument. Which, okay, it's true. You got a right to do anything you want to do. You got that right. Problem is, you got the street laws and then you have whatever the hell people are putting in your head because when you go out on the street and you're wearing a diamond you actually have to do something called back it up and you'll see a lot of these clubs they throw on these damn things and next thing you know They're sitting in the backyard. They don't do shit. In the meantime, you got a lot of these keyboard warriors that come on our pages and spot off this, spot off that. And you can tell they've never been in a club, but because they watch some of these people, now all of a sudden, they know what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) It's funny. It really is. So the series had to do with what real one-percenters, I'm talking the ones that have been around for decades upon decades, had to do to get that diamond. You don't see any of these people on the internet, on Facebook, or Twitter, or YouTube, or Instagram, talking about their clubs. Because they are true one-percenter clubs. They put in too much time, they put in too much effort to have to deal with internet keyboard warriors. And it's funny, I'm pointed by people to one video or the other, and all you see is stuff that you would have never seen from, I guess, any club you're not supposed to see it. But, you know, they got their swearing-in ceremonies on there. They got their events on there. And it's like, dude, really, is it changed that much where you're going know, to put that kind of stuff on the Internet where it's easy to be identified by the feds? It's unreal. It's It's like, damn, you serious, right? They don't even have to do any background on you all you have to do is sit back drink a coke uh get a donut and watch some youtube videos everybody's faces are there i remember when people didn't want their picture taken now they're youtube stars your club brothers all over the freaking internet as like, okay, maybe you know It's because there's the different sets things are done a different way. It is kind of culture shock. I Have to admit it's culture shock You know what they do on one coast or the other is totally different than here. I can tell you that I Think it's a lot more stringent here in the Midwest and maybe that's why it kind of freaks me out when I see that kind of stuff but going back the stuff that they had to do during the 70s and 80s and you'll see from them videos exactly how hardcore them one percenters were and if you do look at it, because I actually talk about uh, the case down in Texas where Jake Carzile was put on trials and he came out straight up and told the jury that We're not the banditos that your fathers used to know. And you know what? They are not lying when they say some shit like that. They're not lying at all. Because if you look at the stuff we presented, you'll be like, holy crap, man, you think you were in Beirut. And then you wonder why that a lot of people that's been around a long time have problems with these people throwing on diamonds and going around saying well this is you know we know this or we know that this is how the way it's supposed to be you didn't let no blood out like they did what are you talking about and black dragon's right man going back to the biker news and stuff yeah we're part of ona that's an online news association it's the biggest in the world we're members with freaking reporters From There's reporters from CBS, NBC, and all the major ones, PBS. So, yeah, we're members of that. But what we do is do try to give a voice to the clubs because we know certain ones anyway won't go out and fight what the media's putting because they don't do that stuff. They sure to hell don't go on the Internet And show who they are. Or try to give advice to people. That's not them. It ain't. So when you hear this kind of stuff. You gotta. You know. I agree with Black Dragon. It's like nonsense. And what's even more concerning is. You know. I talked to somebody. I was like. You know what. (sighs) I have to say. 30 or 40 percent of the audiences. That all these biker channels get. They don't even own a motorcycle for Christ's sakes. So if they don't own a motorcycle, how are you know what how in the hell are you going to try to tell somebody else that does or has been around the scene for a long time. You know, a lot of my stuff I keep private. I will never talk about my private life, what I do, who I hang around with, none of that stuff. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And it's funny when you get these other people. They don't. They're not in this. You just don't know, you dumbasses. That's all I can say about that one. Uh, Cause I don't go any further. I don't need to uh, put out stuff on the internet to say, "Hey, look at me." That ain't us. That ain't me. Screw that shit. It's a bunch of dumb shit. And that's pretty bad how it has become in the last two years. When, it, when everybody started out, uh, you had Black Dragon out there first. And then you had uh, Dibber and the Wind was actually the first one. He's from over in England. And then there was Black Dragon. There was me. Uh, then there was uh, FHOs out there. Uh, Big Cell. And a couple other people that were talking about stuff. And then you get the new jacks in there. You know, I don't know how many damn channels there are for protocol crap now. And I guess it's good because you're getting views from all over the damn place. Uh, my problem with it is they screw up protocol with tradition, they don't know the difference. And then you got people that really don't know some of the organizations that are in this deal. And again, I blame that. the different sets because what we do is different than what you know other sets might do so I guess you got to cut them some slack there but if you're gonna go out there and talk about this kind of stuff where your audience uh, ranges through all different kind of ethnicities you might want to know what the hell you're talking about so that's kind of the background with what dragon was talking about i don't think a lot of people actually get in depth to what some of the stuff that we say you know it's okay it's entertainment we get that but at the same time you might want to do a little uh you know research on your own that's just like a a guy came up on our thing well do you ever do research hey we're covering what's in the article yeah we uh, you know i broke in stories like that one uh that i did uh what was it uh with the ex-national uh bp of the thug riders he was the ceo who the state of new jersey was coming after i handled that story so yeah we do break stuff but our main purpose is to make sure that we give somewhat of a voice to the clubs now if there's a news story and it's you know you just sit there and go what the hell were you thinking type of deal no we're not gonna we're not gonna be pecker pullers okay in order for us to be taken serious you got to get both sides of the story we're not gonna be one of them rah-rah type of freaking platforms and i know bd ain't either But we try our best to support clubs the best we can. So when you hear this kind of nonsense. Well, you shouldn't talk about this or shouldn't talk about that. It's like, come to a halt. Wait a second here. You got all these freaking videos all over the place of club members. You know, some of these new jacks on Facebook are even worse. It's like, dude, you're showing everybody's face. Maybe times have changed, but I don't think the feds have. The feds are going to be on them damn freaking videos and them pictures and photos like freaking flies on shit. I thought the thing within the clubs are supposed to be out of the general public's eyes you're sure to hell don't show a patch over or you're sure to hell don't show a internal meeting and stuff like that usually myself uh, I know dragon he's always a freaking chill back guy man but usually I'm chill until you know we start getting an attacked and we're going to come with the jackhammer man cuz most of the time we have the facts on our side You know, I can, uh, you know, we can sit and talk and debate, whatever people want to do. But bring the freaking facts, because if you don't have the facts, we're going to jackhammer you. It's just being real, man. You know, when you see this kind of stuff on the internet with all these supposed 1% clubs, it's like, you know what, you really don't know. You really didn't live through the hard times. And those videos were put out there for those hard times the golden era of 1% warfare it, 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 a lot of it talks about the return in Vietnam vets how they started those clubs now there was clubs older you had the outlaws is the oldest then you had the angels and then you had the pagans and then you know, with Don Chambers with the Banditos in the 60s. Returning Vietnam vet. You had Warlocks down in Florida. Not the Philly ones. The real ones. Down in Florida. So, those vietnam Air clubs, they didn't take no crap, man. And they, you know what? They'd give you more than a jackhammer. They'd hand you over two sticks of dynamite. Because... They, and that's funny. It really is. And I wish one of these damn protocol channels would actually address this. You have people going around and saying that 1% clubs, well, they didn't have to ask permission from anybody to do theirs, so why do I have to do it with them? Again, you're ignorant of history. To even have to say some stupid crap like that. Them clubs that you say didn't ask for permission. Lived through the beatings. The profiling of cops. And then on the other hand were at each other's throat to keep what they had. There was members that died in a lot of this stuff there is members who gave their life to prison sentences for their club so don't even come at me and say well they didn't ask for permission why should i that's because they lived this life they made their bones they stuck their flag in the ground where half of the time you idiots that just pop shit up sit in your backyards or when you do get confronted you sit there and call the damn cops and then you want to go back and say well they didn't earn it and why do we have to go for permission you know what I think that's the biggest thing about the internet that I hate and I hate it because the ignorance and the hypocrisy just sucks it really does it sucks because you know half the people that are talking to crap on the internet won't do nothing on the street because it's cool to be on the internet but I think this has been building up because yeah I'll check out some of the other channels except a few because I don't give a crap about them and it's like yeah whatever man but anyway You see the comments, and that's the first thing that always comes up. Second thing that always comes up is, well, the clubs need to get together. They need to settle these beefs. Man, get the hell out of here with that. You get tired of hearing it. Again, they do not know the history of what all went down. Hopefully some of that history came alive this week. But it's hard to let go. Now, let's okay, let's put it this way. I'm going to put it this way here. You got a blood brother. I'm talking he grew up with you, your family member. He's blood. He's your real brother. You guys are out. You're riding your bikes. Next thing you know, some idiot comes out, blows his brains out. Do you really think you're ever going to get over that? No, you're not. You're going to go out for blood. Blood for blood, man. Eye for an eye. There has been hundreds of guys on all sides die for that patch. Now, is it possible? Hopefully, one day, yeah. But to go around saying... They have to do this. Why do they have to do anything? Why? Because you think so? They don't have to do a damn thing. But do what they do. And I think that's the reason why the tone of this show is the way it is. Is because you keep hearing that kind of stuff. And then you got people that actually promote that on freaking Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. It's like, wait a second here, man. Wait, time out. How long you been around? How many years have you rode? Do you actually know your history? Have you rode during hard times? What? You can't go out there and keep on pushing that type of stuff. That's between clubs. Oh, wait a second. We're not supposed to be talking about club business, huh? Well, you're sitting out there pushing freaking ideology that everybody has to get along well that's kind of club business to see everything can be turned into club business but i really did love black dragon's video because he was really precise on the reasons why there is biker news you can either have us giving opinions on it and that's what they are is opinions or not have any biker news at all where the mainstream media is the one pushing the narratives. And we got some stories coming up where they do just that. They pushed it so hardcore. Now, the U.S. military is putting our soldiers in sensitivity training and guess what came up? outlaw motorcycle clubs and their support clubs came up in this training because that's what the media pushes. They're now considered, a lot of them, white supremacists. And this is what's being taught to to our soldiers. So if you want their narrative out there instead of narratives from myself or Big D, uh, Diver, uh, Cell over at FHO, then you're pretty much going to hear all that kind of crap that they push. We're trying the best we can to give the advice, or not the advice, because I don't give advice, uh, but give the best opinion that we can on what we're being presented with. Because, believe it or not, a lot of us have a bigger audience than these mainstream people. That's why YouTube's doing the throttling down, that's why I relate rely on my radio station, motorcycle madhouse radio dot com, available on the Xeno app, you know I you know, you like how I just plugged that, but anyway. I have more reach than they do with Harley Liberty dot com, all that. So that's why we do it is because we do have the reach. Black Dragon the same thing. We can counter that narrative and If you look at what happened with the Derek Chavon trial, whatever the frick that cop's name is, if you do not believe when I say clubs should start immediately when something goes down with the press so they can change the juror's mind. Well, you know, you had that idiot, Maxine Walters, or whatever her fricking name is, she's a Freaking ugliest thing I've ever seen anyway, go out there and call for more violence if there was a not guilty verdict. So right there and then it influences a whole jury. That's why it's important to get out there and get with the jury's mind. You know, hopefully one day clubs will learn that. So that's why we come about. But when we hear that kind of nonsense, it's like, you know what? It's a joke when we hear that kind of stuff. All the chest pumping that some of these people do is laughable. Laughable. So... We're going to go into some uh, tunes right now. Sorry, YouTube, you guys can't hear it because, you know, even though I'm freaking uh, licensed, uh, they don't let you hear that kind of stuff. So we're going to go to Linkin Park and Warriors of the World with Men o War. Man, everybody's been asking me about uh, Menawar. They love that freaking song. So we're going to go to that one, and I'll be right back.
2: It starts
1: with one thing, I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you tried Keep that in mind, I'm designed It's rhyme to explain in due time All I know, time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock ticks life away, it's so unreal Didn't look out below
2: can go. In my way Rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Breast.
3: All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast,
0: <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMR D B rocker. Oh, yeah, man, that was Men of War, man, Warriors of the World. I love that song, don't you guys, man? Linkin Park as well. Man, I wish I could give you guys the whole show over on YouTube, but you know their damn rules. That's what I have to say about that. But anyway, uh, let me go into uh, what I was talking about earlier about the mainstream media and what they have done to our freaking military, man. And now, how they it is ratcheting back right on to motorcycle clubs. So, let's take a look here, man. Uh, is the army going to extremes over uh, extremism? And uh, this is from SOFREP, uh, it's military grade content. I guess it's kind of like uh, Stars and Stripes, but I don't know if it's, uh, you know, official or what. Uh, But anyway, they go on to say that, now what this is, is diversity training, and I don't know if I want our military to have diversity training, okay? Usually when they go in there, and there's a lot of vets that are bikers, they go over there to kill the enemy, plain and simple. Kill or be killed. Now, you got a situation in this uh, world right now where Russia is putting freaking troops all along the Ukraine border. You know, because, you know, we're always policing everybody else. Why can't we worry about our own people, take care of our vets at home, give our people medical coverage? No, we got to go interfere in every damn thing. And next thing you know, we're in a war. Uh, so anyway... You want them to be tough. You want them to be trained killers. At least that's what I thought of the military. Especially if you're going up against Russia or you're going against China. They're not going to be too politically correct, them soldiers. Okay, They're just not going to do it. But anyway, race and hate seem to be their focal points. And what's funny is they'll have a picture of the outlaws patch here. And they go in to say that soldiers received information about specific and known street gangs, hate groups, outlaw motorcycle clubs, support clubs, and political groups. Now, you heard what it said. They've been given specific information on these clubs. They were shown graphics, signs, memes, gifts which are all deemed extremists to the professionals. Who is the professionals? The media, all these freaking so-called freaking, uh, you know, heroes of these Marxist movements. Yes, they're showing pictures of, and that's the one that's here is the outlaws one, but you can guarantee that the angels... The Pistons, the Devils, all of them are in on this stuff here. Hell, you got even uh, some bases that ban Iron Order stuff. They have the tattoo number 13. Yeah, we use that a lot, but so does it's also a centuries-long tradition in the Navy. They believe having the tattoo, bad luck would see it and pass them by. But now all of a sudden that could be construed as a hate deal well, yeah we have real issues in the biker community to deal with there needs to be people that need to come around for a common cause the common cause is not internal club beefs. the common cause is the fight back against this media crap and this narrative that clubs are bad that's the common goal And that's done through NCOM or NCOC. Not this wishful thinking crap. Or... You know what? It kind of reminds me... Now that I think about it... That... Some of the people that actually come on these uh, platforms... And say, Kumbaya, get along, and all that kind of crap. Or you're wrong on this or you're wrong on that and you don't have a motorcycle it now occurs to me it's them same kind of people that are pushing this kind of shit to our military I can guarantee you something if our country was ever invaded members of motorcycle clubs would be the first to arm up and the first to defend this country they loved this country Now, you can have the government's way of thinking where they say, well, they're outlaws, they're outside of society, blah, blah, blah. No, when it actually comes down to it, they just want to be left the hell alone. That's what the diamond is. You want to be left alone. They live this lifestyle the way they want, not what the government's trying to tell you. And it's very funny because I got a part of the haters group, man. Uh that come on and bust on every freaking segment I do on YouTube they'll come and bust on the clubs all they need is a reason and that's because of the media well the media says this so it must be right that's all they need that's how much these they're fools they don't know how to do their own research they rely on media it's them same people that rely on this other crap to get their information about clubs instead of Going on the street and saying, Hi, how you doing? My name's this. Walking up to a club member. Can I buy you a drink? No. Instead, they think they're super knowledgeable because they seen it on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff we have to deal with. Dragging myself, sell. Uh, Debs over in UK. But it kind of sounds like it's all right over in UK, man, because they got their shit together in UK, man. You know, they got their century old traditions with, or uh, decade old traditions with the clubs over there. And it's interesting to see the different uh, cultures and how they do this thing. One thing you got to give to the American Motorcycle Clubs, that's basically uh, what we export, is MCs, which is cool. It's about living the life, it's about freedom, yeah, it's about the partying, but it is a lifestyle. So, of course, people are going to get pissed off when, you know you see people just throwing this stuff on them and not going through the traditional routes of doing it. What's so damn hard to grab your balls, put them in your freaking jeans and get them off your woman's purse, walk up to your dominant and say, you know what, this is what we'd like to do. We'd like to get your blessing. Uh, It's going to go good. But when it don't go good is when your freaks go out there and just throw stuff on without going to your dominant. Well, why should we ask permission? Well, maybe you should watch some of the stuff this week and you'll see why. The blood that they uh, spilled, the time that they served. Maybe it's time to address that in a real way, Protocol Channels. Stop pussyfooting around with it. Give it straight up. Here's the reasons why. Because one of these big clubs lost... Brick. Hundreds of brothers during their time they've been around. That's why. They earned it. Or you can use the Constitution argument. Which, hey, more power to you. But then, don't try calling 911 when you're getting your ass kicked because you couldn't do a simple freaking pull your balls and go to your dominant and do what you need to do so don't cry we warned you over here about this so that's what's going on in our military can you believe that they have actually brought up the fact that outlaw motorcycle clubs and their support clubs yes they did and again uh iron order and stuff like that I even think they're freaking banned. But anyway, uh, let's go to another uh, story. X mounty off to jail Oh, you crazy canadians up there you know what i have a canadian queen up there her name is donna i got myself a latino queen out in new mexico i got queens all over the place but my canadian queen up there keeps me uh level-headed when i'm talking about canadian stuff because half the time i was bitching about that on another segment uh with the freaking french stuff what the hell is wrong with the french I don't know. I'm not going to go off on that tangent again. Anyway, a former Manitoba Mountie once connected to a puppet club of the Hells Angels. You know what? I always find that one funny. Is when the media calls support clubs puppet clubs. Now, for the idiots that don't know. And there's a lot of them. I have to say that. Support clubs. The official ones, if you will. Official support clubs are no puppets. You know, I bust nuts when you hear all these uh, tough people that uh, start 1% clubs uh, in their backyards and stuff say, well, I'm a 1%. You know what? These official support clubs will run circles around you guys. They are with their dominant at all times. The only difference with the support club is they don't do the financial stuff because it costs a lot of freaking money to travel around the country. They also have uh, jobs they might not be able to get away from with. So it's like, really, these they'll stomp your ass. I always laughed about that type of stuff. But then you had the media calling it a puppet club. Uh, is going back to jail after pleading guilty to cocaine charges. Uh, 50-year-old, I told you these freaking cops, man. I told you. Uh, Wayne Sutherworth was arrested after an investigation led to seizure of more than 350 grams of coke at his Winnipeg home. Uh, he was sentenced, but the Crown and Defense agree he will serve sort of time behind bars. That was uh, out of Cana- Canada. Rock and roll. Uh, now, a good story. we got to do a good story here. Uh, and yes, I'm doing some of the biker news later on in rocking with Hollywood and stuff like that. Uh, because I really love the case stuff on YouTube. But anyway, uh, non-profit and motorcycle club team up to help keep local veterans in their homes. Yes, that is motorcycle club. That's what they say. But, you know, now you have all these freaking... Uh, PC uh, warriors out there saying that clubs are bad and now you got uh, the damn military saying well, you can't do this and you can't do that You can't be a part of this one uh, It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, this came out of Tri-Cities, Washington uh, Some local veterans are now getting the help they need after hundreds of bikers participated in a fundraiser Uh from the bikers, uh, uh, let's see here, it started at Renegade Claskets. From the, there, the bikers rode their way to Kekmanik, Richland, Benton City, and ended in Prazer. Uh, the Hands for Housing's ride was organized by Tri Cities Helping Heroes, a nonprofit that aims to support veterans locally. And yes, I am actually coming up with something for Insane Throttle uh, for a firefighter's uh, deal. Uh, All money raised uh, will benefit and help support and save homes of two local veterans, rock and roll. You know, that's one thing that always bugged the shit out of me, is they're veterans, they serve their country, they should not be homeless. Actually, if you ask me, they should have their homes paid in full. Anyway, mortgage, rent, utilities, and home care, any and all that we can do to help these heroes in the homes, that was Carrie Brennan with Tri-Cities helping heroes, said. Uh, Brennan says get in the two veterans. Housing security is a nonprofit's main focus right now. No, that actually, instead of sending, you know, trillions of dollars uh, or billions, whatever the hell it is, overseas to somebody that wants to shoot us or kill us because they hate us, uh, maybe that would be money well spent here at home instead of sending it to them. Anyway, uh, it was done by the Benin County Amigos Motorcycle Club, Joey Hill, and he says uh, helping those in need is what the club is all about. He went on to say, I mean out, uh, veterans are very important to us. Uh, A lot of guys actually are veterans, so the thing is important to thank everybody. Uh, that we support the guys that would support us and better way to do it again, well that's with the amigos uh, I like to see one of them freaking uh, so-called 1% go against them. Anyway, I'm in one of the moods today uh, finally, we got one coming out of uh, Canada Kimmy Bowen man bikers win court challenge over clubhouse search rock and freaking roll man uh they won another uh, bc supreme court victory over a search warrant used last november to enter the hard side clubhouse after a car crash involving a prospect and brothers keeper gangster not sure whether there will be an appeal of this decision which usually in canada it's kind of funny with them when they usually lose they don't uh get over there and start saying you know you got to do this and you got to do that we're gonna go back to court they're not like the freaking united states man they really ain't <laughs> so we're gonna go to our next uh, rounds of songs right here god smack and death leopard baby you gotta love the death leopard man so we're gonna go to that right now
1: That was Def Leopard,
0: baby girls, out there, man. You guys are all in love with freaking Def Leopard, aren't you? I hear that all the time. You play some Def Leopard for me? Uh, anyway, man, uh, really appreciate all you guys uh, listening to my rant today. I just think it's very important that if you're going to do some protocol channels and stuff, teach them right man. Teach him based on everything. And one thing you need to do is start promoting the damn NCOM uh, and you got uh, NCOC start promoting them man. Those are organizations that are actually out on the battle lines trying to fight for everybody's rights and they're also uh, out there trying to get things uh, organized against the, the GOV. Uh, that's why they hate bikers so much because we can actually organize them. It, it, it's a sad state of affairs man uh promote stuff that actually uh can educate people uh about what's going on in the lifestyle you know i know there's some people you just can't educate and i know there's a lot of smart asses out there uh, a lot of haters and all that stuff but at least freaking try you know what i mean so uh hats off to bb uh black dragon for uh that episode that you did You did it right, man, Uh, that's what I have to say, you did it in a lot more uh, better terms than I can ever say it, man, you're well spoken and stuff, Uh, I really appreciate the friendship, uh, everything that you do for the motorcycle community, you are the OG of motorcycle uh, protocol, man, motorcycle club protocol. Uh, club profile, uh, whatever, man, I got profiling on the fucking mind right now, anyway, uh, protocol, you are the king, the OG, the man, the top of the hill, always will be, man, you got everybody copying off of your topics and stuff, that just means you're doing it right, man, when they gotta copy you and stuff, and I wouldn't worry about all the nonsense if I were you, man, it is what it is, uh, Let it, you know what, let them put their uh, opinion out there, hey, this is a free country ain't it but uh anyway guys uh that's it for today uh hopefully you guys enjoyed the songs and stuff again i really wish on youtube i was able to play it for you guys but i'm not man and i apologize uh for that so i'm gonna turn you over to the auto dj i'm
1: outie Screaming men. France, in Belgium, in Germany, and all over the world, and even in who would believe this? Sweden. Quality rock.
0: You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMR DB
2: Rocker.
0: What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It's Friday. It's about time. Oh, Hollywood was going nuts in that one, wasn't he, in the first half of the show. I just had to put it out there, man. You get sick of all this crap sometimes. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to be going off in this segment as well. But first, I got China now. All you vipers in that general chat over on Discord. <laughs> Where is my damn freaking society, man? What? the hell man nobody's over there defending me man what the hell Are you guys afraid of the vipers we're supposed to be the anti-viper society and you're sitting there letting them talk shit about hollywood what the hell man i i feel no love but how is china Dow doing today I'm alive. You're alive, huh? I woke up. <laughs> you just woke up. I woke you up early today, man. I was like, you know what? I need batteries for my freaking mouse over here or I won't be able to work. <laughs> and, you know, you had your freaking uh, eye thing on and shit like that. And uh, you were asleep. At what time did you go to bed anyway?
3: Uh, four. Four in the morning? Yeah. That was stupid. I What? I was making things i was crafting you were crafting what the hell are you crafting our daughter gave me something she wanted me to make for her for her when she moves to her new apartment so i was crafting crafting at four o'clock in the morning yeah you sure didn't uh, you sure you weren't uh playing with that vibrator thing no i wasn't you're lying i was crafting the proof is in the bedroom (laughs) it's laying on my chair Oh, what were you crafting? Uh it was f- fabric stuff. She wanted me to make flowers and stuff. You to make flowers and shit,
0: but you can't sew patches.
3: Nope, cuz I used glue. <laughs> 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 I used fabric glue. You use fabric glue. What yeah. kind of
0: shit is that?
3: Fabric glue? Yeah. The Same stuff you glue your crap on your vest before you sew it. <laughs> This <laughs> is true.
0: You know, I learned how to use an iron the other day, and I burnt the shit out of myself, and that wasn't too cool. <laughs> Not cool at all. At, uh, what is it, at 1110. You're getting injected. I'm getting injected with the second shot. Yes, now, you know, we have Geo out there that says if I turn into a vampire, he has uh, volunteered to take care of uh, my bikes and uh, you. But I don't think it's in the, the uh, essence of, uh, you know, taking care, making sure you're safe. No, I think he wants to pop you. Because <laughs> Hollywood ain't doing too do good with that uh, deal. Epic fail. It's an epic fail. Yeah. You know, I uh, was failing some of the sex questions and stuff like that. A lot of them.
3: Well, it happens. So did you. Don't sit over here and think you're all professional and shit. I'm not. I'm totally not because you know I failed on a lot of those quizzes that you've been doing. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I've been doing epically failure on those. S- like not even fifty percent correct. Right. <laughs> I'm trying though, you know what I don't know if there's gonna be a rocking
0: with Hollywood show because I heard uh, that the second shot really kicks your ass. no I gotta take one minute at a time. Well, I don't want everybody to you know think that uh, hey, where's Hollywood at? I'm probably dying in the fucking corner or some shit. It might happen, yeah, you know, I talked to Black dragon
3: uh, this morning and he said he felt like shit. I'm hearing from a lot of people the second one's not that great, but I, you know, there's that rare handful that are like, "Oh, it's nothing, it's fine, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it." But everybody. Damn! My fucking camera went off. Go ahead. But everybody's different. Hmm. You know, so you got to take what you can get and bust your ass to get through it.
0: Well, I think the first one it identifies what the virus is. And the second one, after your immune system's already trained, then it kicks its ass, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, BD said it worked for him because he had two doses, and Tia got real sick with coronavirus. Her whole fucking family had coronavirus. He was in the same bed as her, a whole nine yards, and he says he didn't catch nothing, so it must have worked. Yeah, he got lucky. Well, he got lucky, yeah. You know, I don't believe in that con- the, the conspiracy stuff. I don't. What's that? If I'm going to turn into a fucking vampire, I'm going to turn into a vampire. Maybe at least I'll chew your neck off or some shit like that. Rude. And, you know, like, freaking make you into a zombie and shit.
3: <laughs> that's terrible. No, it I, is. I guess it's better than throwing me out the Sears Tower. You know what? I, that's a very interesting thing. <laughs> but, very interesting thing.
0: Now, but, it can never happen. But, say you're watching The Walking Dead or George Romero. He was uh, he was one of the best zombie uh, music producers around. And he made, uh, what is it, uh, Day of the Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, put your, yourself in that situation. Say there's fucking zombies all over the fucking place. Okay. How would you intend to survive? My son. Oh, yeah, Corey, man, he carries a fucking
3: uh, zombie bag around. He's got a go bag, and it's got weapons galore, so yes, I would hide behind him. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: does. He has a go bag. He does. He's ready for an apocalypse, man.
3: so many weapons, it's disgusting. And he (laughs) has
0: food in there. He's got it. You know, every uh, preppers call it a bug out bag and shit.
3: Yeah, he's got one.
0: Yeah, he's got one and, you know, uh but would you know, I would think the first place I would want to go is where the gas and the food is.
3: Yeah, I would rob, rob the
0: shit out of your store.
3: I was just going to say I'd head straight to my work and just rob them blind.
0: <laughs> You know, because there's a lot of useful things in there. For one, you got to have gas. Yes. For two, you know, you got uh, some food over there. Yeah, there's grocery. But the barter items would be huge. The and a beer. Bu- the, the beer. <laughs> the the, cigarettes. the whiskey and the cigarettes in an emergency. <laughs> those are fucking gold in a situation like that.
3: Donna says, as long as Hollywood doesn't go around chewing dicks off, you guys are safe. There you go. What's up with
0: you guys, man?
3: Where the fuck are you? where
0: the fuck are you, man? You're supposed to be helping me out there, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Greg, all you guys, man. You got these women going after me and you're going to sit in
3: there. The fuck! Uh, my my ladies are in rare form.
0: Your ladies <laughs> are in rare form, man. But yeah, I think I'd hit your place, you know. But you would, ha- you know, we would have to reinforce where we're living, you know, windows and stuff, kind of like I am Legend, man. I need to have some M16s and some M203s around. That way, I'd blow shit up. <laughs>
3: What kind of shit you want to blow up? Like everything? I want to blow you up for
2: one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You know what I want to do, man? I, you know what? Put you against a brick wall and take an MO, uh, M203 grenade launcher and just blow your ass up. I think it would be funny seeing you splat. Oh, my God. That's
3: just cruel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Wow. No, but honestly, you know, um, let's kick zombies out of the way. A nuclear holocaust. Yeah. You got 30 minutes from the time that those nuclear missiles are launched. So we would have to hit the fucking gas station or the little store
3: over here. Right. Well, the little store, I wouldn't hit that one. All the stuff in there is expired. <laughs> I don't care, man, but that would help during a nuclear holocaust. You know, and
0: we have to plastic wrap everything in the fucking house. That way you don't got the radiation and stuff. But the real problem's going to be afterwards. Afterwards, when the nuclear shit happens, that's when you're going to say, you know what, I wish I would have uh, listened to them fucking preppers. <laughs> <laughs> and had the house stocked. And had the house stock, man. Dude, we'd be heading straight to Walmart. <laughs> no, nah, I think Walmart would be all empty. Yeah. Uh, everybody would be over there. You think so? I think so.
3: Nah, we'd have to get there first. You know what? It
0: was bad the other day because I'm looking for a pistol
3: mm-hmm.
0: for my concealed carry. And I wanted a double action thirty-eight. They want seven hundred and fifty fucking dollars for a fucking thirty-eight, man. That's how bad getting a gun is now. I'd be better off going to the fucking streets over on Six Corners in Chicago and grabbing one. You know, I don't know how many bodies it'd have on it, but it'd be better than paying seven hundred fucking
3: dollars. That's craziness. That's ridiculous. Hell yeah, it and is. The, and then you don't get any bullets, right? No, it's, it's almost <laughs> impossible to find bullets nowadays. It's crazy.
0: Because of this freaking idiot in the White House and all these demo craps.
2: Demo craps?
0: <laughs> trying to pass their gun control bullshit. Uh, you can't get any M.O. no more. Poor Uncle Touchy. Poor Uncle Touchy. <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, because we're in a position where we're, I don't know, We're away from Chicago. Yeah. Problem is, we're by Byron where there's that nuclear reactor, so they're going to target that motherfucker. So uh, would you rather have to try to survive after a nuclear holocaust or sit on the porch with a bottle of Jack Daniels and party on
3: until the fireworks start? I'd probably have to take a vote between me, you, and the kids and see which one of us gets outvoted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what would you want to do personally? Uh, Fulfill a hit list. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) I'm dead. It's bye-bye Hollywood. I don't know. I'd like to sit on the porch and watch you drink. That'd be entertaining. Or you know what
0: I could do is that movie 2012 when Woody Harrelson went into the... Right before the volcano exploded and shit, he was broadcasting live. I'd love to do that. I think you should totally do that.
3: i broadcast live and all that bullshit, man. Yep, there goes the first nuke. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, bring the, we'd bring the studio on the porch. Right. <laughs> and we'd be sitting there live on camera. Live screaming, oh, there's
0: another one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> As we start sizzling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even uh, feel that shit, man. Uh, you know if that. You know what? I'd want to be at ground zero if some shit like that happened. You know, had that nuclear missile aim right at my nose. <laughs> right at your nose? <laughs> Hit me in the nose, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Just knock me out. Yeah, because you're done dead. I don't... Th- I, yeah,
3: I think... Uh, I think we just like take it as a family, right? You know, you know,
0: because uh, you have to think about it. After a nuclear holocaust, there ain't gonna be no animals. There ain't gonna be cows or any of that shit left. What are you gonna eat for meat, man? And I'm not talking about eating your women out because it's fishy.
3: Ew! Why, really? Why do you gotta go there every day? <laughs>
0: You, you're not going to be able to do it there's nothing to be to eat you're going to have to grow fun. you're going to be a freaking vegetarian and I'm a meat eater
3: yeah we'd be eating grass yeah what the <laughs> fuck Cory would be fine
0: <laughs> you know maybe if you're near an ocean or something it might be alright because the deeper it is the less radiation you're going to get over there but that is a scary thought man I think I just want to go out with a bang live live on
3: the air man Totally think that's what. And then you know, if
0: there's a zombie apocalypse, I'll just let them eat you and I'll run.
3: They won't eat me because I'll have my son protecting me. (laughs) (laughs) I just
0: push you here. Take one for the team. (laughs) No, you would, you jerk. Take her, she's
3: good. Yeah, she
0: tastes good, she's fishy.
3: <laughs> Zombies like fish. I don't have enough meat on my bones, so they'd want, you, but they'd want you more.
0: You know what, for Halloween, you gotta dress up as a zombie, so everybody see what you look like as a zombie. You're terrible. I think it'd be funny. Why? I'll have Corey do it. No, I want you to dress up as a zombie. For. Halloween For Halloween.
3: Okay. We'll see. we'll see how you
0: look as a zombie. All right. You know, you would probably be like one of them zombies everybody wants to fuck. Wasn't that uh, the case during that Z Nation or whatever it was? They had some hot-ass fucking bitches that were zombies.
3: There actually were some hot people that were zombies on that show. problem with uh, sticking your
0: dick in a zombies, man, your shit will turn green. I'll
3: probably fall off. <laughs> Might fall off right just saying
0: well grandpa slayer you're right russia does have nuclear torpedoes so the coastal lands you know what I, I if you ask me i wish california and all that stuff would just like fall off the united states i wouldn't miss them at all uh new york all that shit bye bye see you later it is what it is that's what i say so okay. but i agree I, I think it would be an interesting experience, especially with China Dow, because I think you'd be crying, because you're an emotional being. All you women are. You know what? It's because of women that men get killed in situations like this, because you guys are always crying and whining, and you're screaming, you know, a zombie becoming, Ah
3: motherfucking bring
0: that shit over by us then cause you
3: can't shut up no I'd be jumping behind Corey going go get him <laughs> <laughs> but you guys you, you know what you walk into ok
0: you're old thank you <laughs> I gotta remind you of that ok you will walk into a haunted fucking house and scream knowing
3: this shit's fake no yeah you do we went on a haunted hayride and i was laughing the whole time
0: that was because it was a hayride but when you go
3: into an actual haunted house (laughs) dude you know you scream like a bitch that was pre-kids you scream like a bitch i did then that wouldn't happen now yeah right i'd probably be laughing you scream like a little bitch. Yeah, that was like freaking 20 And that's what'll happen
0: when a zombie comes up on your ass. You'll scream like a little bitch, and that motherfucker will try to eat us. I'll scream and go, Corey, kill it! <laughs> <laughs> you got the weapons.
3: Mom's got nothing. You know what? Last time I let you handle a three fifty-seven, you fell. Uh, yeah, I didn't just fall. I flew backwards and landed on my ass. And you just stood there laughing. You're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, it's got a kick." I'm like, "Oh thanks." <laughs> <laughs> so then, then after that, you had to stand behind me and make sure I didn't fall while I was, you know, shooting the target. You're a pretty good shot. I did pretty good. Yeah, I hit the target. I problem think, is, you couldn't handle the damn gun. I, I think I got the the target and the balls once. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> ben I'm, leg- pretty, I'm pretty good out back with the with the pellet guns. Well, you are, you are, but that don't have any recoil on it. I know, but I was pretty good. What are you gonna do? Shoot a fucking
0: zombie in the head with a pellet gun? He's gonna look at you and like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, maybe next time you should have told me it had a, like really strong kick, but you didn't want to because I think you wanted to see me fall. <laughs> Only problem is, man,
0: you don't know freaking gun etiquette, man. You almost shot me. Yes, I did. Yeah. Started waving at, Whoa! <laughs> I
3: was waving it around going, this is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, aim that way? That way. Everybody you know in what? there fucking ducked. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you have an airhead
0: go to a gun range with you.
3: It was fun, though. I didn't mean for them to all duck. (laughs) That was actually the first time I ever had a gun in my hands. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'm like, is there a safety thing on here? It's a fucking revolver. And you're like, duh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, 38 man. We're talking $750. I was like, you're fucking out of your mind.
3: That's ridiculous.
0: I used to get thirty eights for like three hundred bucks, man, but everything's like tripled now, man.
3: It has That's some
0: bullshit.
3: Well, go buy a gallon of milk. That's tripled. It used to be ninety nine cents. It's like at my work, it's like four bucks. It's four dollars now for well, uh, a gallon uh, of milk. At Walmart it's just over three. Holy yeah. shit. Where before COVID it was uh 99 cents
2: so they're like rape raping gallon
3: they're rape, raping everybody oh hell yeah meat went up too i mean you used to be able to get it for like three bucks a pound at by us now you're lucky if you can get it for eight bucks a pound so everything's gone up it's ridiculous yeah but that's on cow and shit like that what about pork pork uh, pork actually isn't that bad i still get good deals on like your pork steaks you're learning how to cook them too, by the way. Yeah, I made the last two pork steaks. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, you did decent. Yes. Yes, you I did, did decent. I did good.
0: The problem with you is you got to learn. You know, with the pork
3: steaks is the day before you got to let it marinate overnight. I know, epic fail on my part. But the problem with that is, is it makes the meat soft at that point. I got, I got to buy better marinade because the ones that we had were gross flavored yeah it was it was you didn't like the two that i had so no and you personally have to come with to pick out the marinade that you like because you you know you're all about specific flavors so Mm. and i'm not a big fan of pork steak so i don't know if it would taste good or taste bad because i'm not a big pork steak eater so right i I wouldn't have a clue well we're
0: gonna go to uh two songs man sake it right and (laughs) breaking benjamin after that we got a pretty serious topic we're gonna talk about and people are gonna get pissed at me right
1: today's music
0: yesterday's hits dance in my car non-stop music what's up and we're back it's gonna be a pretty serious subject here if you're not over 31 you're not gonna want to listen to this or if you're a younger generation yeah you're gonna say you know what Fuck Hollywood. But I think it's time to really address this problem in the country from a non political standpoint. And you guys know that's me. I never hide uh, what I think or any of that. But in this country nowadays, we do have people that don't want to speak out because they're afraid. Now, we have all kinds of protests all over this fucking country right now and there's been a and there's one in particular in Columbus where uh, a, a girl was had a knife and was going after the cops and the cops shot her ass. Now all of a sudden, they're in the wrong. They can't win and I'm not a fan of cops, but they can't win. And then you got these race baiting son of a bitches I cannot stand Al Sharpton and I cannot stand the likes of Jesse Jackson because they're race baiters they made millions of millions of dollars on this issue they are the type of people who need this to keep happening so they still keep making money now Kyle Sharpton, I do not consider him a reverend. Here is a dude that was an informant for the FBI against the outfit, or not the outfit, the syndicate out in New York. He's into all kinds of shit. And he is the speaker on behalf of blacks. And it is a fact that... And this might be hard for you guys to hear. It is a fact that more white people are killed by cops than blacks. Now, they try to say, well, on a per capita basis, this and that. No. Let's be honest. Whites are the ones. You had a cop fired because. He sent 20 dollars to that Kyle Rittenhouse after he shot some of them BLM protesters, even though one had a gun, one had a skateboard, and was coming at him. But he's a white boy. Now, I don't know what it is with liberals in this country. You know, every time I go down the road, I see that one corner house, and it says BLM. Something about white people. I just want to freaking firebomb that fucking house. Wow. I don't even know which house. It's down there by the river and shit. It's uh-huh. like, really? And then you go into Beloit, you see that big Black uh, Lives Matter shit. Uh you see it everywhere in Beloit. And what's funny is most, uh, well, for one, one of the founders had million dollar houses. That's how they make their money is to keep going with this strife. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, well, it's not cool to be a white person. You know what? I'm a proud motherfucking Peckerwood. I am what I am, man. I've always been that way. But for people to sit there and actually sit back and let themselves, their culture, be destroyed because of the mainstream media or you might be canceled... Is total bullshit. Total bullshit. But these race baiters like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, my God. It's a wonder they don't go down to Mississippi or something like that. They wouldn't be doing too good down in Mississippi.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Uh. But what do you think about all these
3: people making money on this race issue? Why has it always got to be about skin color? Seriously why and i think those that make money off of it yeah we should blow up their houses can we blow up their houses it's like anytime there's something in the news these motherfuckers are right there you know what i've noticed and and it's and it's weird because i'm not really big on following the news but lately i've been reading a lot of stuff that that come up in my google news feed you know and it's like Every news article that I've been seeing lately has to specifically say white or black mm-hmm. or Hispanic. That's pretty messed up, isn't it? When they used to just say, well, this guy or this girl or, you know, now every time they're talking about a sp- a person, they have to specify their their race. Mm-hmm. And they never used to do that. Never. And now now every article you read, it has specifically states that if they're white, black, Hispanic, purple, green, orange, whatever. And it's like, why? Why, why does it matter? The person did what they did. Should it really matter what color they are? Mm-hmm. And like Bubba just said in
0: Discord, the cop was stopping a black on black stabbing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, he brings up a good point here. And again, this stuff might be hard for people to hear. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh my God, he, he's talking like that. He must be a racist. When you bring facts to the table, it makes people uncomfortable because the narrative in the media is wrong. And people need to realize that the leftists are the ones who are trying to push this Marxism shit. And the first thing that you got to do is create strife within the uh, the civilian base. That means race shit and all that stuff. Now, the most, uh, Bubba just did bring this up. A cop was stabbing black on black stabbing. Black on black crime, if you're a black teenager all the way up into your 20s, do you know what the leading cause of death is? Homicide. Homicide. Mm-hmm. Black on black crime. Yeah. It ain't heart attacks, it ain't car accidents, it's homicides.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you're gonna tell me
3: that's my fault? No, you can't do that. No, because it's them doing it to themselves, to each other. Right. It has nothing to do with us. So that cop was trying to stop this, but now the well,
0: the media. Why didn't you shoot him in the lake? Shoot her in the lake. When those guns are drawn, I don't know about you, but I was always taught when you draw a gun, you shoot to kill. That's training. That's the way it works. She was rushing him with a knife. You shoot him. Mm -hmm. But because he's white and all this bull. I believe that Derek Chauvin trial was a joke. I believe that freaking idiot Maxine Waters, that ugly piece of shit. With what she said and all that was going on, influenced the jury. So I think he'll make it on appeal. But what are we in this country now, ruled by fear of uh, what the mob's going to do? No. Uh-uh. Let one of them fucking protesters walk up to this house and see what happens to him.
3: <laughs> that ain't going to end well. It well, won't end well.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly. Now here's something that is very discomforting to people. The most dangerous u s neighborhoods both and there's one thing that's in common here what's that There's one thing in common you'll tell me okay Baltimore, Maryland, North Monroe through landville crime rate per thousand. chances of becoming a victim, 1 in 13. Indianapolis, Indiana, 34th and Sutherland. It looks like a fucking bomb went off there. 75 to 23, 1 in 13. Again, Baltimore, Maryland, E. Biddle, and North Broadway. Tulsa, North Lewis Ave, the 46th. Kansas City, East 38th. Baltimore makes the list again. It's pretty dangerous in Baltimore.
3: Yeah, I'd say avoid Baltimore. <laughs> I'm not vacationing there. Right. Rockford, Illinois. Well, hey.
0: Kishwaukee and Grove.
3: I know where that is. Rockford, Illinois again. Mm-hmm kishwaukee and harrison you know you know where that is right yeah i know exactly
0: (laughs) where all those are (laughs) so in there in my uh discord server in general chat
3: what's all those cities have in common well if i go based just on rockford i know exactly what if it's yeah what's the problem those are all black neighborhoods <laughs> exactly it's <laughs> not white because the two in Rockford are it, it's like the jungle it is yeah people getting killed over there all the time mm-hmm. so how is this
0: not in the media how is Chicago that and and they're talking about gun control in Chicago or in the uh, United States right
2: mm-hmm. all the
0: shootings right mm-hmm. well There's on average, during the summertime, between 30 and 100 shootings in the city of Chicago, in Englewood. Why don't they talk about that? Because it don't fit the narrative. Nope. They are creating so much strife in this country. It is
3: ridiculous. But those two Rockford areas, you know. Yeah. And it's from all the people that came from chicago
0: well it is it happened because you know they tore down uh, the projects Cabrini green
3: and robert taylor and all that stuff
2: and, and
0: daily uh shipped everybody over
3: here and they all headed into the same general area in rockford
0: but it does not mean that you're racist because you bring up facts these are facts Maybe it's time that these rich assholes who make their living on race baiting go into these neighborhoods and do some actual good instead of blaming the white guy. Maybe it's time to say, you know what? The abortion epidemic is killing the core family within that community. Maybe it's time to say, you know what? Stop looking up the gangsters and go to school. Maybe it's time to try to get a male figure to stay with the family. But no, they keep them down. And this is one thing I have never understood. They'll keep them down in situations like this while a few of their representatives like maxine waters don't even live in her district but lives in million dollar houses but the rest of her district's a ghetto people dying every day but me as a white guy says you know what you rich liberal fucks who live up in your big old multi-million dollar mansions are trying to tell me that I'm bad because of my color. Because of my heritage. That's just like Representative Marjorie Green. She wanted to come up with the America First Platform. Well it talked about the Anglo Saxon traditions. Oh all of a sudden she's a white supremacist. Why? That's where we all come from. And then you got people bitching about the Indians, okay? about how we took their land that's happened throughout the history of the world conquerors but you know what they won't say the Sioux Indians were ruthless they would take other tribes land see this is a history they refuse to get into other ones you know the protests are happening all over the place uh, another protest over Anthony Thomas Jr., they say enough is enough. Okay, enough's enough with them shooting white guys. North Carolina demand answers on second night of demonstrations over deputy shooting a black man.
3: You know, last time I checked, people shoot if their life is threatened. In Chicago. And I don't think they care what they look like.
0: CBS News intentionally cut out the part of that shooting with that teenager. Do you know what they cut out? He had a fucking gun. They cut that out though. They didn't want the public to see that. The media is pulling people absolutely by the fucking nuts. And until people want to have an honest discussion, these race baiters are going to keep it up. And they're going to destroy the fabric of this country. Now, how would you like, say you're interviewing for a job. You have the more skills, more experience... But because affirmative action, you
3: won't get the job. Because you're white. Funny as you say that, that actually did happen to me. Do tell! I was actually, it was when we were living uh, out in uh, Glendale Heights, and I was interviewing to be the 911 dispatcher. Uh... I passed everything with flying colors, all the little tests they have you do, and I lost out on the job because they went with a minority. Mm -hmm. Because they had to fill a quota. Right. Because they had to have, they already had so many, as people would say now, they already had so many white people and not enough of the minority, so I got lost that position because I'm not, anything but white now whatever you know
0: they bring up this white privilege shit i grew up in a mostly hispanic neighborhood we were all, all hurting every one of us were hurting where is the how can i say it how it where is everybody on that issue Latinos don't
3: get any representation. It's always about black. And I hate to be that way. Yeah, who is out there? There's not anybody out there representing Hispanic people.
0: No, they work as hard as anybody else. I would have to say, and people might get pissed at me about this, I believe Latinos work harder than anybody else. They are more family-orientated. But where is their representation when somebody gets shot? Nobody, it's crickets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's absolute crickets. And the, what's happening is these people, uh, it sucks to say, are keeping their foot on the necks of uh, African Americans. They don't want them to be educated because they need their votes. They don't want it. And again, I knew you know what? This conversation might make you guys feel uncomfortable. might make you guys hate me. But it's time in this country that we put this up. Do you know my Facebook account was locked because I had a picture of Bub Biker. And the meme said, it used to be you were proud of being a white boy. Not so much
3: anymore. Oh, yeah, they locked you out of your account for that. They claim that was hurtful. They said it was offensive. It was offensive. I don't care about your fucking feelings. How is it offensive to be proud of being white? Just saying. Right.
0: Or Hispanic. You know what? I got more in common with the Hispanic Than I do anybody else Maybe because it's I grew up in that situation Maybe because uh, Like my second mother She couldn't speak a lick of English But she always made sure That she took care of us mm-hmm. And you know how bad it was for me I know She was there She protected me But I don't see any representation for them No Never I think it's an utter disgrace. Other, di- I really do think it's a disgrace. That's why all
3: lives are supposed to matter. That's what I've been saying since this whole Black Lives Matter thing started. All lives matter. Why is it got to be a color?
0: Now, if you went to war, World War II, or Korea, Vietnam, let's take Vietnam. There was... And I wish these white liberals would have had to subject themselves to that. Being in a fucking foxhole. But you know what? We had whites. We had blacks. We had Hispanics. We had Chinese. Japanese. All serving together in them fucking foxholes. Not one of them cared about each other's race. They just gave a shit about everybody backing each other. Mm -hmm. And not getting killed you gotta have each other's backs that's the way it's supposed to be in this country but when you have people like al sharpton or jesse jackson jesse jackasses i call them running around and sewing this racist shit that's where you're gonna start getting people pissed off And there's a lot of people that are tired of being, say, well, you're a white boy, fuck you. Well, there's going to be a lot of white boys that are getting pissed at that. Let me know what you guys think in the general chat on that in Discord. I know it's a tough subject, man, but it's something that needs to be talked about uh you know let me know what you guys think about my position where there ain't no representation with the latino crowd that's what really pisses me off so let's play some rat round and round and that's basically what it seems like man we're going round we're going and round. in
3: circles chasing our tails
0: going on right there, man? Everybody loves that jackal. Well, that was the show. Some interesting topics uh, today. What China would do in a disaster situation as far as this other
3: business. I would hide behind my son.
0: (laughs) Uh, We'll let you know in the Discord channel if there's a show tonight. It is time for Hollywood to get ready for... uh, his second shot man i'll let you guys know if i turn into a vampire china's gonna be there she'll probably steal a button for herself because she didn't get one yes so yeah it's gonna be a fun time man fun time so i'll catch you guys later and i'll let you know in the discord uh channel if we're gonna have one tonight talk to you guys uh later bye